I absolutely love what I do every single day. I think I got bit by the agriculture bug. What we're doing is we're putting out a, a very safe, a very healthy product. Consumer input, I think, now is, is really what drives us. Do you know where your food comes from? Welcome to Know Your Food. I'm Laurie Williamson, CEO of Agriculture for Life. In this podcast, we go beyond the grocery store aisle to discover how your favorite foods are produced on the farm and follow it through the value chain to the moment it's on your plate. In this episode, we visit with Keith Gregory, who is the general manager of Catalan Feed Yards near Strathmore. Keith talked with Craig Lester about how he grew up in the cattle industry, his passion for cows, some of the misconception of feedlots, and the attention that they pay to the welfare of their livestock. Welcome to the program, Keith. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, then. So I guess uh, tell us a little bit uh, about, about your background with cattle and uh, your operation. Well, um, my dad is uh, or was a, a large animal vet, um, and he focused mainly on uh, feedlots kind of in the, in the Strathmore, Alberta area. Um, and in 2003, uh, Cattleland came up for sale, I guess, um, and he thought it might be a, a good time to buy in, so he purchased the feed yard. Um, I was actually in the university at the time, um, so after university, I did a, a short stint in uh, downtown Calgary in the oil patch and, and uh, decided that that wasn't for me and, and came back to the, to the feedlot in 2007 and, and haven't looked back since. How natural was it for you to come back to the feedlot there? Well, you know, um, through university, I would come back and work on the farm. Um, and I, I think I kind of got bit by the agriculture bug. So it, uh, it, it felt like coming home, really. So, so very natural, I guess. Walk us through what goes on on a typical feedlot operation in Alberta at this time of year. Well, uh, this time of year, we're, we're usually um, shipping out thinnest animals. Uh, the usually the lighter end of the the cattle that came off pasture last fall would would finish this this time of year. So normally we're we're a bit um, lower on numbers in the feed yard. Um, obviously now uh, with the plants slowing chain speed and and having to shut down for a few weeks, uh, that's backed us right up, so we're still right full of, of finished animals. Um, yeah, and then, of course, uh, this time of year, just like every other crop farmer, we're, we're seeding as well, so <laughs> it's a busy time of year. Excellent, and how many uh, acres do you seed out there? Uh, we're seeding um, around 12,000 this year. So, um, and, and then the normal crops, I guess, for this area, we do a little bit of field peas and, and barley and canola and, and uh, hard red spring wheat. Excellent. And how, how much of that goes it back into feeding the cattle? Uh, well, we, we produce all of our own silage. Um, so we put up roughly around 35,000 tons of, of barley silage. Um, and then a little bit of barley. I, I would say we're only roughly 10% of our 
barley usage comes from our farm. Uh, the rest is purchased locally or, or through um, through grain traders. And then obviously the the, uh, the canola and wheat and and peas get sold on the market. Um, but we do utilize all the straw uh, from those crops. Um, that all comes back into the feedlot for bedding or or um, uh, in this instance or in this case, uh, we're we're feeding some straw in our maintenance ration. So, looking at the feedlot operation, how does where do you guys go from here? Uh, during a typical year, and can you just walk us through, an, I guess, an entire year and how how it looks? Um, sure. So, I guess uh, um, going forward into the summer, um, you know, a lot of feedlots stay full year-round uh, now, but we don't. We typically drop down to, to around 15,000 head through the summer. Um, so, that allows us to to move some of the staff onto the farming side, um, but it also allows us to do a lot of maintenance in the feed yard here. Um, it's an old feedlot, so it requires a lot of maintenance, um, and uh, all that maintenance is in um, preparation for the fall run, the calf run. So all the yearlings that are coming off pasture, and then all the all the um, fresh weaned calves that come in in the fall, and then. Um, that's usually a, a busy time of year as well because we're also trying to harvest our crops at the same time. Um, and that usually lasts until late November. And then, um, so November, December, January, and February, we're, we're just, uh, feeding cattle. We're usually, we're usually up, um, on numbers in the feed yard. And, and uh, then into the spring, we, we're shipping finished animals to the plants. You mentioned earlier that COVID has impacted your schedule a little bit. Can you go a little more in depth in talking about how uh, that impacted your ability to, I guess, move animals out and, I guess, uh, your staff uh, requirements in regards to also starting seeding at the same time? Yeah, well, yeah, like I said before, the, um, we are backed up on, on finished animals. Um, so typically we would be kind of rearranging our staff to, to start working on the on the farm but uh, we haven't been able to do that this year um, finished animals take um, a little more care and attention than other animals so so we've had to um, stay fully staffed on the feed yard um, which has been a challenge um, you know it all the all the staff are, are you know afraid of getting sick and but um, but also they understand that the animals need to be fed and cared for every day. So if they don't show up, then then who's going to do that? So you know it's kind of been hard on the staff and and um, and us as well. So that's definitely a hard balancing act. I guess looking back over the last ten to twenty years here, how is the industry growing to better serve consumers? Um, well, I would say the industry has completely evolved in the last um, four or five years from what it used to be. Uh, um, consumer input, I think, now is is really what uh, what drives us. Um, you know, um, consumer has 
has asked us to be a little bit more transparent and, and they want to know, you know, where their food comes from. So, so we've had to, um, I guess, become a lot more of an open book, uh, than what we were before and, and, um, prove that animal welfare has always been a high priority for us and, and producing sustainable food and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, uh, most of the industry now, um, contributes a lot of funding to, um, industry led research on, on, on the impact of environmental, on the environment and, and how we can adjust our processes, um, to have the least impact possible and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I would say it's, it's completely changed in the last four, four or five years. Now, if I remember correctly, you guys have a research project that are always going on in the operation, don't you? We do. We do a lot of research here, um, and it's it's usually um, certification for certain um, antibiotics or, or other pharmaceuticals um, that the CFIA require, um, a certification for every uh, pharmaceutical that comes into Canada or is used in Canada. So we do a lot of that. Um, and then feed trials, uh, different types of feed. What's the biggest misconception you hear about raising cattle? Um, I think the one that I hear about the most is is that uh, feedlots are, are more factory farms or labeled factory farms that just treat animals as products and and you know we're only concerned about high volume low quality throughput um, and you know that that just couldn't be further from the truth uh, at least for our operation anyway I mean we're we are a family owned farm and we know every single animal that comes in here and and um, we treat every animal with respect and and it's you know, it is disheartening to hear that because, um, you know, we certainly think of ourselves uh, in a completely different way. So, Keith, uh, is, is there anything you would like to add that I haven't asked you? Um, well, I guess, uh, you know, if, if anyone is is uh, wanting to know more and learn more about, about uh, I think, any of the cattle industry um i'd encourage anyone that to go to the um the different associations like alberta cattle feeders association or or the canadian cattlemen's association um they have a lot of resources on their websites and and they can line up um tours of of feedlots and farms as well so i would encourage anyone to use those kind of resources well keith thank you for taking time to do this today No problem. Thanks for having me. That's Keith Gregory. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay in touch. Thank you for joining us. I'm Laurie Williamson with Agriculture for Life. I absolutely love what I do every single day. I think I got bit by the agriculture bug. What we're doing is we're putting out a a very safe, a very healthy product Consumer input, I think, now is is really what drives us.